0: welcome to the maria liberati show where food meets art travel and life this is maria liberati so what does food mean to you well stay tuned to this week's episode my special guest is international actor charlie chiarelli and he is the star of or one of the stars i should say of the newly released film that is streaming all over the place Road to the Lemon Grove and you're definitely going to want to see this film especially if i know you are in my listening audience you are definitely a foodie so this film has everything scenery and food and it was filmed in sicily and charlie actually was born in sicily so he's going to share some of some of that and some of the film with us and obviously this episode is dedicated to the lemon although they say when life gives you lemons make lemonade i say squeeze the day and make a yummy lemony pesto instead in the poem ode to the lemon poet pablo neruda called the juice of a lemon nature's most intense liquor and i have to agree here's my recipe for a lemony pesto this recipe is for four remove the peel from four fresh lemons and place in a food processor with three quarters of a cup of shelled almonds and one tablespoon of salted capers, three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, blend this together in the food processor use this pesto to dress a salad or as a sauce for couscous or a refreshing sauce for a cold summer pasta and wow this is the last show of the month of july and that means we're getting closer to the giveaways for this month and the giveaways for this month remember you have to sign up for my newsletter at marialiberati.com and like and share one of the episodes from the month of July the giveaways this month are from edwardandsons.com go online check out their great food products and Bakerly in honor of this month um, being the month that Bastille Day occurs on Bakerly is giving away some great things also so don't forget sign up for the newsletter and like and share one of the episodes from the month of July, so we only have a few more days to announce this month's winners. And if you want more recipes, you can get more recipes at my blog at marialiberati.com, and also in my Gourmand World award-winning book series, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking, you can get those books almost anywhere books are sold, especially online and at marialiberati.com. And also on the publisher's website, artoflivingprimamedia.com. You know, everybody's always looking for recipes in the summertime to find ways to use all the fresh vegetables and fruits that are available this time of the year. And you can go to my blog or grab my book series and you'll find loads of recipes
1: hey this is maria liberati and i just want to mention that i am doing my podcast today i'm so fortunate i'm doing it at this award-winning design studio it's a showroom kitchen um, designed by Game & Studios. They're in uh, Farleysville, Pennsylvania. So we're right outside of Philadelphia, and it's the most beautiful kitchen. I know you can't see everything. I'm fortunate enough to be able to film this episode here, and I'm also lucky to have with me Charlie Chiarelli, or how do we say it in the American way, Charlie? Shut okay.
2: Let's do it the whole the whole way. I was yes. born Calogero Chiarelli. My first real name is Calogiro which yes. is with the character in the movie, as it were.
1: Uh-huh. And
2: and of course, that evolved when, when the non-Zutami Grade one couldn't say Cal- Calogero, all they could say is Caligula. They changed uh-huh. my name to Charlie. So in, yeah. I, I grew up with Charlie Chiarelli here. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm in Hamilton, Ontario, where I grew up. Yes. Um, and so so Charlie is it? And it's uh, Charlie Chiarelli or Cal- Calogero Chiarelli or Hey You or Cha or... Oh,
1: <laughs> and I lo- I- I have to mention, too, he's an international actor. And uh, yes, he's in, we're talking to him. We went, to, we're going to Canada today. Well, wow, I love Hamilton, Ontario. I've been there. Lots of Italians there, yeah. right?
2: Yes. yes. Well, here, here's, here's something for you, Maria. There are 38,000 people from my hometown, Racalmuto, in oh, Sicily, okay. in Hamilton. And there are only 10,000 in Racalmuto.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: The whole town has poured into the city.
1: Oh my gosh, it's the same thing. I know my family's from Abruzzo and there are a couple of towns that they have their feast days in, like right outside of Toronto because there are so many that have come there, you know, from from Italy. So I know exactly what you're talking about. But um, Charlie's gonna talk to us today, especially about many things, but the film that he's in, The Road to the Lemon Grove, if you haven't seen it yet, when was it? It was just released, right? When was it released?
2: Uh, it, it was just released on streaming platforms or uh, whatever, you know, Amazon, etc. Yes, On yes. July, July 7th. However, okay. we did have a national run, uh, a theatrical run before COVID that was very successful, as a matter of fact. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so this is a, basically a re-release for the streaming platform. Uh-huh. Uh, voila. And and also the... Uh, yes, turn it around. yes. Yes, you have to turn it around
1: because it turn it. it's upside down. So just... <laughs> there you go. Yeah, for the camera, I guess. There you go.
2: There's a DVD. Yes. And and allow me to put a plug-in for this DVD. Do you mind? Yes,
1: Steph. no, no, I want you to.
2: In this DVD, there are of course, well, not of course, there are outtakes. Now uh-huh. there's outtakes and then there's outtakes. Yes. When you're working with Italians, there's zany outtakes, yes. right? Yes. But there's also uh Dale Hildebrand, the wonderful director and producer with whom I had worked or with uh, for this whole thing. He and I did a, a commentary and uh-huh. it's it's a it's we we watched the movie uh-huh. without stopping. It's kind of like people watching the Santa Claus parade and giving a commentary of the Santa Claus praise that goes oh, by.
1: Yes, but yes, the
2: movie floats by us. Uh, remember that I'm an actor that has four parts two lead parts and hey, two yes. supporting parts in the movie. Yes, yes. So, so Eddie Murphy, eat your hat.
1: Yes, you're,
2: you're not the only one. Anyway, the point being the commentary is uh, wonderful. Uh, and there are Italian. If you want to do the Italian subtitles, yes, there, we poured over those subtitles with real experts. So
1: anyway, oh, that's great. That's good. So tell me, where did you film? Where did you uh, get to film at? Did you film in Italy, or was my, it? Well,
2: oh, oh, <laughs> where, where are you going to? Where are you going to do an Italian film? There's only two, three places you could do it: Philadelphia, <laughs> Hamilton, <laughs> and Italy.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: well, we did it in Sicily, actually.
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, Yes, uh,
2: Siracusa, to be, uh, the Siracusa area.
1: Siracusa, yes, oh my the gosh.
2: The island of Ortigia, and of course the Greek amphitheater, the, uh, the Orecchio di Dionysi, the, the, the ear of Dionysus. Yes, I knew Siracusa well because I went there 40 years ago as a hippie, uh, returning to my island after having been born there, and been about yes. eight months old when we came to America. Uh And remember that it's always America. It doesn't matter. Probably in South America, they say America as well. My mother wouldn't wouldn't say, Manaja Canada. She'd never say that. She'd say, Manaja America.
1: Oh, that's what my grandfather used to say. And he was from Abruzzo. So I guess they all say that, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. I've been to Abruzzo. (laughs) I've heard them say that in Abruzzo. (laughs)
1: Yes.
2: Anyway, so we jumped. We filmed in the the Siracusa area because I knew of its beauty. The other thought was Racalmuto, the town I just told you about that has so many people in Hamilton. Uh However, number one, um, well, you know, I have lots of relatives in Racalmuto. And Uh they're alive and well and lovely. But if I say the wrong thing uh, in Racalmuto, about Racalmuto, we thought that we'd go neutral. We made up a town called uh-huh. Terramare. That's good, yes. And as you know, Terramare means land and sea. Not, uh, yes. not everybody knows that, but, yes. uh, and so we, had, we actually had a, a, a sign for the street that really fooled some of the locals because we put up a real sign. Oh you know how moving, how so they're driving, going into Syracuse and going, where the hell am I? <laughs> what is this? Uh, so, because if you make up uh, a, a town, Yes. You can go to any town you want yes. around the area. So there must have been about 20 towns that we went into, not to mention Toronto, uh-huh. uh, Hollywood North, uh, a yes. little bit of Hamilton. Yes. Uh, so, but but the Siracusa area is a good frame of reference about where we were, and most uh-huh. of it was on location.
1: Oh, wow. That's great. Oh, you poor thing. So you had to be in Italy to film this film. Oh, my goodness. What a hearty. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, I know what you mean about uh, your family and mentioning the town because, you know, I I lived in Abruzzo for many years. Part of my heritage is from Molise. But I never really talk about Molise a lot because I never spent a lot of time there. Oh, my gosh. So when I do events and if I only speak about Abruzzo and I have my family that that are from Molise here, oh, gosh, I never hear the end of it. So that was a good idea to make up the name of the town.
2: So, sure. you don't... And I think they've forgiven me because I returned to the town and the whole town, uh, the band came out of everybody, all the artisans came out. They must've forgiven me because <laughs> they're treating me, uh, they're treating me as if the movie was made in in, in, in Rakamuto. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when when you open la uca mia per parlare, this a, that, it's a language, right? Yes. <coughs> Sicilian's a language, and within Sicilian, there are many Sicilian dialects. Yes. They yes. know that I'm their boy. Yes. So um I am the embodiment of Rakamuto,
1: yes.
2: but it was filmed in the Syracuse area.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's great. So tell us the premise, the you know, a quick synopsis of the story so you know we can get people to to watch it, it has a, such an interesting storyline. Can you tell us without giving too much away?
2: Allora, uh, it's it's about an old country uh, Sicilian papa who uh-huh. dies, who uh-huh. died. And yeah. of course, he wants to go to Paradiso. Yes. And, and so he actually makes it to the gates of Paradiso, but uh-huh. there are unresolved matters in the family, especially with respect to his son, whose name is Calogero, my, my namesake. Yes. The papa's name is Antonio. Uh-huh. And, pointed out to him that there are feuds to resolve. There's Uh a will, and in the will, there's a lemon grove in Sicilia. Now, a lemon grove means nothing because they're being abandoned. But the lemon grove has a Madonna that performs miracle. And one side of the family wants to exploit this into a theme park where people have to, which is, which is, I think it's uh, La Dolce Vita, one of the, one of the Marcello Mastriani movies. Yes, yes. The, we hearken upon a lot of movies in this one here. Including or the
1: Fellini, Federico Fellini, something to do with Fellini. Yes, yes. We
2: hearken upon, well, Fellini and Marcello, of course. Marcello,
1: yeah, they work together, yes. Um.
2: So, so that particular theme. So we had to, you know, we had to put a Madonna in it. Otherwise, what the hell are they arguing about? Exactly, yes. Who cares? <laughs> Who gives a damn? So, uh, so, so he has to resolve this matter and the person through whom he had to resolve it was his son, Calogiro. And his son is a university professor of linguistics. Uh-huh. Because he's a professor of linguistics and I play the son and the father. So
1: yes.
2: be- because he's a professor of linguistics, we get to use, or if you like the word exploit or uh, sfruttare, the whole language aspect, some that I've just mentioned to you with respect yes. to the dialect, what is the language, the yes. evolution of language, the, uh, the devolution of language, uh-huh. the, the, the decadence of language. Like my language, Racapultese, doesn't uh-huh. exist in racalmuto. It pretty much only exists in Hamilton. Because, <laughs> yes. Because, and that's true for Molizani and all it, over the- It
1: is, yes, I can attest to that too,
2: yes. Italianization of the country post-war. And yes. has people like you and me, mass yes. media, bringing yes. Italian to them. So, so there's so much. And then there's the dichotomy between the two individuals. One is an esteemed university professor of, of Sicilian history and language. Uh-huh. And the other is the, the, Ill, uh, the illiterate Papa, who is dead, but it's a spirit coming to haunt his son about what has to be done. To to rectify matters in the family, and his son doesn't give un cavolo. He doesn't care because he's a university professor, and he thinks his father's a man of of the earth, and he's a man of the of of the blackboard of, 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 of as a university. So you have this dichotomy, this clash that continues between them, yes. and and the final uh, manifest, not final, but uh, this is what goes from chat from Act one to Act two. Yes. Wants his ashes in Sicily. The ghost is is uh, but we, we don't make it seem like you know go booga booga ghost. You see <laughs> Antonio in the flesh. Uh-huh. He's dead, but you know how if you
1: yes, yes,
2: and, and he wants his ashes back home and said, Well, the family will lose it if we cremate you because eventually he haunts them to the point by coming to his lecture hall uh-huh. oh. as a ghost. Huh? And, and and mocking the crap out of him while the students don't hear it until he's fighting a ghost in front of the students. Oh and my goodness! He lost it according to the students, of course. And at that point, he has no choice. He goes, "What? I, this is crazy. I've got to bring the ashes back." And then a breath of fresh air because he's going back to a home he didn't really know because he was under. He like me was under a year old when he, they emigrated.
1: Oh okay
2: as much as his head is full of all the facts of the philosophers that were the Greek philosophers based in Uh Sicily, of which there were many, many. Yes. uh, All those facts about language and dialect. Now he's going to where all that information is held, his whole island of Sicily, with his father's ashes under his arm. So the story evolves as to what, not only only do we deal with what happens when you immigrate, but now that us, Italiani are in positions of going back, yes as, as people who have been actualized in professions, etc cetera. What happens when you go back? like yes. discover for instance, that they don't speak the language? Yes
1: yes, no yes. Uh,
2: discovering about the two families who are feuding and then of course there's the matter of the lemon grove. Yes,
1: That's yes. Ah.
2: Uh, That gives you a a long story of what it's about. Yes,
1: I think that's definitely enough to get, you know, that that definitely got my interest up. I would love to, I'm going to definitely get that get to see that this week. I didn't get a chance to, but I will definitely get to see that. So share with us. I know I had asked you if you wanted to share a recipe, you know, as Italians, we just grow up with food and cooking in the kitchen all the time. I know you were remarking that we don't do formal recipes. Our mothers didn't, our grandmothers didn't. It's just right. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And, you know, they knew how to do it. So can you share, I know you were going to share with us some, some things about your, your mother and the garden and things you were going to give us some
2: uh some things well, on that. let me let, why don't i just start with uh, something uh it's rather elementary for those of us that grew up with fig trees oh yeah we're talking canada here okay
1: yeah.
2: oh wow so 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 right away uh mm-hmm. there's a food stuff that you would never anticipate now uh, the, the reason I don't go recipes is because my mother's recipe is you when when it's summer, when it's harvest time for the yes, for the yes. massive amounts of foods that are grown in the garden. Yes. Uh, they look around and there's your recipe. Oh, zaki, Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'll do the fig tree story because that's a classic. Yes. Okay. No one would ever think it. But my father and, and others from the neighborhood, remember, you know, the t- Italians cluster around neighborhoods. yes. yes. And in Hamilton, they're from the same town, not only the yes. same. They they brought uh, branches that they kept alive that were rooted in water when they got here. Oh my uh, gosh. From from Sicily. Yes. And did my father. That uh-huh. that little thing grew in the basement because the the basement in the early days wasn't a rec room and it's right, right. It, it was a second kitchen, even yes. if it's a dirt floor.
1: Yes. So,
2: it would grow in, in the in a hole in the basement so yes. it got a particular size. Yes. Up, always outside in the in this in the summer or spring. Yes. yes. And and then it got to be about 10 feet tall. Now th- think of it think of a basketball player. They aren't 10 feet tall. This is no. three feet taller than the than a seven foot basketball. It gets well, the way you preserve it at that point uh-huh. is you pick a hole alongside of the tree that's right. 10 feet and more. Yes. And you loosen the roots Uh not the roots some might have and then you bend the tree into the hole like a grave oh my gosh I never heard this wow and you put some boards on it so that the branches don't connect with the dirt all the time yes Uh, they don't have rot and then you put the dirt back on it and a mound in the backyard that we called the fig fig tree grave that we hid behind for snowball fights (gasps) would ensue and And so in and the spring. Great. Go
1: ahead. Yes. Dig it
2: up. You dig it up and you set it up straight. And of course, it doesn't and, and it's still growing, on the damn things. Yes. Oh
1: my yeah.
2: gosh. And the most delicious purple figs ensued.
1: Oh from, my from gosh.
2: Pathway. And we would use it for different things, including cooking, yes. but also for peeling. Yes. So yes, so and just so eating. <laughs> we were eating fresh figs. That's one small thing. That is a that's an example of uh-huh. our, our attempts to grow watermelons so when my mother cooked uh-huh. she went to the garden and got stuff now when it was winter she went to the market you know and of course yes, yes. she couldn't speak english so she she had, oh give me this uh, this, uh, this. <laughs> when she cooked it so, we'll is she used the word apitanza in the summer this was you were asking about a recipe well the recipe was go to the garden get some of the most of, uh, you know, fabulous vegetables. And remember that Italian, uh, Sicilians, unlike some parts of Italy, do not cook picante. Okay? Yes. Uh-huh. Everything it has a lovely spice to it, but yes. not like, excuse me, I love the I, calabrese. I, Most of my friends are calabrese, but not like the calabrese that, that I love. I happen to like picante, so I love eating uh-huh. with my calabrese friends. But <laughs> my mom would make a pot uh-huh. and, and put, all kinds of vegetables in the pot, and the smell that ensued from a big cauldron oh, of a pot, yes, yeah. because she had six kids, don't you know? Oh my gosh! So she had to feed them, and uh, we were poor, as everybody can attest, when they're immigrants. Right. So that, so the recipe was: go out to the garden, smell, see what's ripe, and put it in the pot and cook it. But she also made her own cannoli. I remember she was. Uh, it was always uh, I was the one that had to get the old broomstick and saw the broom handle off. And then um, saw it off into little bits so she can wrap. Oh,
1: my gosh. Uh, the, the, the pasta. Wrap the, gun only, the pasta, right? Well,
2: these are little kind of... I, I'm not a cook, but I've been privy to the some of the best cooks in the world, I'll tell I'm,
1: you. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure you are. And it's isn't world. it amazing the way they, they did things? They're just better than professional chefs. And the amazing things that they did, especially being poor and they just knew, you know, how to make the most wonderful things like that. It's just unbelievable, you know, amazing. But I was, re- I was really amazement with the fig tree story because my mom grew in a, an Italian neighborhood in Philadelphia and her father was from, from Molise and he always had a fig tree and she always used to talk about climbing the tree and eating them for the summer. Yeah, so yes, I wanted can, to get yes,
2: her that. Well, Philadelphia is a little further south. So you might've gotten yes. a bigger, a bigger uh, for climbing. Yes. But the, the, the story of introducing Americani uh-huh. Who are not Italiani to figs that have never eaten figs, yes. and then telling them that you got them from your backyard. When I was <laughs> in university, and they're going, "What are these?" I roll them over.
1: <laughs> yes, I that. Like,
2: well, What what are these things? Because they only can relate to dry figs, not fresh, yes. figs. And not different. fresh figs, non-imported <laughs> fresh figs.
1: Yes, from yes.
2: Philadelphia, from wherever. Now, not everybody buried the fig trees. I just want you to know. Yes, Either yes. Our neighborhood in Philadelphia, some put greenhouses around it.
1: Yes. That's,
2: what, that's but after a while to, you yeah. couldn't take it in after a while. But mostly yes. you put it in and out until it's a particular size. So
1: yes, yes.
2: And yeah, you freak out the, the, uh, the Vero the the Americani about these are fresh well you you don't freak them out so much because they don't even know what, what the hell it is. When they
1: are. It. I know I've had I've actually introduced a few people because now I, I started one fig tree and now I have a few and I've learned yeah we are our, our winners aren't as brutal as they are in Canada. So we have like I, I have like greenhouses around, but I have about four or five fig trees now and uh oh they're My just uh oh, they're just I love I just love fresh figs. There's nothing better. It just it reminds me of being in Italy in the summertime. You know, the, oh, gosh. So um, so we have them, too. But that's a that's a beautiful story about your mom. So any new anything coming up? Um, where can people find you? Or do you have anything coming up? Or I guess you're just promoting this film right now, right? Because it just came out.
2: I've never only just anything, uh, yes. because I, I am a professional harmonica player, and I'm also uh, a theater performer. And That's I've right, you do, inter-
1: you're inter- yes, you perform internationally, so, so any projects so, coming up?
2: Well, I've just completed a theatrical pro- project for the Fringe Festival in Hamilton, which was beautiful, and it's not Italian-esque. Yes. It's, it's 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 American because it starts in Baltimore and ends up in Saskatchewan. Oh, uh, my goodness. In the prairies! And that was uh, uh, that's called Prairie Odyssey. And yes. it, it stopped running yet uh, two days ago. So there was that. Oh. Uh, there's always something coming up. I was just at a jam sure. session, uh, musical jam session. I, I I played the blues, blues. I guess the blues, blues. You you take harmonica like <laughs> this, So <and> you go. <laughs> But I want to get back to food. Yes, the, the movie is also all about food. All ah. about food. matter of fact, Dale Hildebrand started his idea of the script with yes. thinking about how lovely it would be to have a long table and a beautiful piazza, and of course, then you got to think of themes, wire, you know, yes, yes, and and to the point when we had our release, our national theatrical release, restaurants were copying the recipes of the foods that were in the movie. So
1: oh, wow. the
2: movie has become iconic. I... Yes, yes. When you watch it, your eyes will tell you uh, about the foods. Uh, it's Zarki
1: yes,
2: and, uh, Rapini, and you'll oh. see and you'll see the Italian food. Uh, and also food was the way that the two families were brought to the table for food. They're they're feuding families. Yes. So so the ghost says to his son, got to bring get the families together. Uh And so the son says, well, I've got, remember that his love interest is his beautiful uh, model actress named Maria. And she is the prima ballerina of Italy. Oh my goodness. She is? Wow. We had to put her in a holding tank. She was, wherever we went, she was followed for autographs. Oh so my goodness. Uh, and that was Rosella Brescia, and she's. And remember that we have Americano. Uh, uh, we have Bert Young from uh-huh. Rocky Two and oh Three. Oh my movie. goodness!
1: I didn't realize that. Oh wow! He
2: plays. Uh, he plays an uncle, whereas uh-huh. I play a papa. He plays an uncle, but my yes. papa six hours of makeup before for the other role. Okay. Oh, wow. Nick Mancuso has made three hundred.
1: Hollywood. Yes, Nick
2: Mancuso, I do know of. Yes. Oh, wow. He lived next door to Michael Douglas. He's our other Hollywood person. So we have, and and then uh, a young 10 year old at the time, who was now yes. like 16. Yes. I had to teach him Sicilian because he plays the son. He had to learn Sicilian. And we have some really touching parts uh, that, that denote poverty, but we yes. also have touching parts that denote the success. Uh-huh. By virtue of Kalogirou being a university professor alone,
1: oh yes,
2: of the success. So wow. we we go, we're we're chock full of uh, great actors, yes, uh, and and I don't mind saying it, it was my first film. Oh wow, wow! But you're
1: you know you have a lot of experience in theater as an actor, so uh, well, that's well, the, definitely you bring that to the to film. So Charlie, before we run out of time, I usually ask some of my guests. Um, what this question maybe you can you can tell me and I usually like to share this with my audience what does food mean to you if we asked you that what does food mean to you it
2: it is the center of being um this is not an exaggeration this is I'm not speaking as a stereotype Italian Yes, I'm speaking food is life you know I I mean there are other beautiful things to dances to live but to eat is to live, um, you, you're not, and, and what people who aren't Italian have to know is we're, we're not immersing ourselves into our culture, that our culture brings forth food, like a volcano that, that erupts, it, it, it really, it, now we're not always conscious of it, uh, those of us that aren't like our parents and grandparents, but, but we're always aware, so I'll make a, a distinction between awareness and consciousness. I grew up in a family that was conscious of it, uh-huh. Uh, as somebody that became an Americano, I'm always aware of it. But, and it only takes, you know, you, say, you just say the word, Sydney uh, Tucci, and I go, food. Uh, yes. say, uh, Anthony Bourdain, and I go, food. Yes. Uh, yes. Maria, food. <laughs> you know, you. Um, mm-hmm. uh, food is, is, is kind of like the fulcrum, the center of being, uh, the, the way to be. If you understand food, then you understand life. Because it's yes. all about ingredients. It's all about the right ingredients. And food is how you sustain life. I mean, forget the embellishments of food. You know, yes. when you're poor, bread and a wonderful cheese and some salami, the way our, our, my father ate and a, and a thing of sardines. You want to know about food? You don't have to even, even turn the damn stove on. <laughs>
1: exactly. So a nice
2: great tin of sardines, and you just sit there and you contemplate and you eat. Uh, exactly. It, really, it means everything to me.
1: Thank you for that. So, Charlie, where can we find you? If anybody else wants to find out about you, do you have a website or?
2: No, actually. Uh, the spelling of my name is always tricky. Yes. But Charlie, uh, keep in mind that I'm the only Charlie uh, Chirelli in the world because right. there are a lot of Calogero Chirelli yes. in my town. There's like tons of them. But there's only so Charlie is spelled C-H-A-R-L-Y. No That's I-E, no right. E-Y. Right. I reserve right. and, and, and Chirelli, well, I you have to put it on the screen or something, but yes. uh, you can find that. But the thing to, to find, because yes. the movie is hot to trot, yeah, is Road, Road to True. the Lemon Grove. Yes. If you Google Road to the Lemon Grove, chase it around until you get to Amazon where you can order the movie. There are a lot of sites where you can order the movie, yes, uh, streaming, or you can order the DVD, which is recommendable too, because it is a glorious piece for your library. It's going to be up there with Cinema Paradiso. Uh, it, it's a, uh, it's a beautiful life. You'll see when you watch it. Yes, I, definitely. I guarantee you that. And I'm not speaking through my head and my perspective, but uh-huh. those. Seen it have come back to me, and I'm just I'm almost embarrassed of, about how much they love it. Well, I've so, heard
1: I've heard some amazing things about the film, and we're going to put it up on my website and social please. media. We're sharing this interview on a lot of places too, so uh, we'll definitely share a lot about the film and links to the film also. Well, thank you, Charlie, so much, and much success to you. And I'm sure I'm going to have you on again because you're always doing amazing things. So I'm sure we're going to talk to you again and uh, much success with this film also.
2: Maria, much success to you, first of all, from evolving from, from being a model to this well, it's all about beauty, and food is beautiful, and you are beautiful. I'll be very glad to come back to your show.
1: Oh, definitely. Thanks so much, Charlie. Have a great Buon Gusto. Ah, veramente. A great...
2: ah, veramente. A great... Buon Gusto. Sei grazie, grazie.
1: Ciao, ciao. August 15th, per
2: Gusto. And love to ciao. all the listeners, Road to the Lemon Grove.
1: Yes, the Road to the Lemon Grove. Thanks again, Charlie. Ciao, ciao.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Maria Liberati Show, where food meets art, travel, and life, and where we find out what does food mean to you. And please share that with us. Hashtag, what does food mean to you? Let us know what does food mean to you? I'd love to hear from you also. This week, we got an answer from... International actor Charlie Chiadelli. But uh like to know what my listeners think of that. What does food mean to you? So please let us know. Hashtag at the Maria Liberati Show. And I'd also like to thank my producer Britton Roselle, my production intern Ellie Troy and my special guest, Charlie Chiadelli. And you can find me on Instagram at Maria Liberati, on Facebook at Chef Maria Liberati, on Twitter at Maria Liberati, on LinkedIn at M Liberati, on Pinterest at Maria Liberati. You can also find me at my blog at marialiberati.com. Get more recipes in my book series, The Basic Art of Italian Cooking. You can find all of the books Almost anywhere books are sold online. Don't forget to like and share this month's episode. It's the end of the month. So we'll be announcing the giveaways for the end of this month. And there's some really great, delicious products from edwardandsons.com. You can look them up, check out their products and Bakerly. And I'll also be giving away a copy of my book, The Basic Art of Pasta. So like and share this week's episode and join my newsletter at marialiberati.com and you'll be eligible for the giveaway. Until next time, peace, love, and pasta.